going into overtime. Welcome to the OT with Owen Podcast with your host, Owen Hetzima. Let's take this one into overtime. Here's Owen. Welcome back to the OT with Owen Podcast. I am your host, Owen Hedzima. Today's show will focus on a pretty incredible comeback involving the Boston Red Sox and their fierce rivals, the New York Yankees. Boston was down three games to zero to the Yanks in the 2004 ALCS, but in the most miraculous of ways, the Red Sox came back, won four straight games, and somehow won the American League. The comeback Boston achieved led them to their first World Series title since 1918 as they swept the St. Louis Cardinals in four games. This amazing come-from-behind type of story certainly deserves a deeper dive, and thus, let's go overtime. Led by manager Terry Francona and players David Ortiz, nicknamed Big Poppy, Ellis Burks, Johnny Damon, Pedro Martinez, Mark Bellhorn, and others, the Boston Red Sox concluded their 2004 regular season campaign with a 98-64 win-loss mark and a second-place finish in the AL East. On the mound, Pedro Martinez held down the fort with a 3.90 ERA and a 16-9 record. David Ortiz mashed 41 home runs and drove in 139 runs total with a very impressive .301 batting average. These two guys were the notable contributors slash players in Boston, but two other players actually did better than Martinez and Ortiz. First, we go to the pitching leader, which was Kurt Schilling. Kurt won 21 of his 27 starts on the year, which not only comes out to winning around 78% of his starts, but Kurt ended up leading the MLB in wins, with the aforementioned 21 he pitched. Schilling finished 2004 with a 3.26 ERA. To the plate, the best batter on the Red Sox was Manny Ramirez. Manny hit 43 home runs, driving in 130 total runs with a .308 batting average. These numbers were able to propel Boston to the postseason as the Sox locked up a wildcard spot. Boston met the Anaheim Angels in the ALDS and the already mentioned Kurt Schilling took the hill for Game 1. Kurt earned a win and the Red Sox did as well, 9-3. A seven-run fourth inning by Boston broke open the game as the Sox took an 8-0 lead. From there, Boston scored one more run in the eighth and only allowed a third of the runs they scored to the Angels. The loss on the mound went to Jared Washburn. Game two saw the Red Sox win again as they won 8-3. Pedro Martinez got his first start of the postseason for Boston, and he earned a win as well as the Sox, just like the first game. A four-run ninth inning helped Boston extend a slim 4-3 lead, and a save by Keith Falk put the Red Sox in position to close out the division series in three games, with a 2-0 series advantage in hand. 
Once again, the pitching loss went to Anaheim along with the game loss. Francisco Rodriguez was the second victim of a tough outing on the mound. For game three, the Angels trotted out Kelvin Escobar to try to keep Anaheim's postseason run alive another day. For Boston, Bronson Aurora was the starting pitcher, and both teams battled it out, with the third game of a best of five going past nine innings tied at six. A five-run seventh by the Angels created the 6-6 tie after Anaheim was down 6-1 in the fifth. Big Poppy sent the Red Sox to the ALCS with a two-run shot off of Jared Washburn as Boston prevailed over the Angels 8-6. As for the New York Yankees, they earned an AL East division title with an outstanding 101-61 win-loss mark, being led by manager Joe Torr and players Derek Jeter, Alex Rodriguez, Miguel Cairo, Gary Sheffield, and others. Jeter and Cairo shared a team-best .292 batting average, with Jeter hitting 23 home runs and driving in a total of 78 runs. Cairo, on the other hand, hit six home runs and drove in 42 total yanks. On the hill, Orlando Hernandez won 80% of his starts, finishing 2004 with an 8-2 record and a 3.30 ERA. These three guys led New York to a division title and a spot in the postseason. The sun didn't shine all that much in Game 1 of the ALDS for the Yankees, however, as the Minnesota Twins won a 2-0 shutout. The starting pitcher for Minnesota was Johan Santana. The first run of the contest between the Twins and Yankees came in the top of the third, as a single to left by Shannon Stewart drove in Michael Cudier. The second and last run of the game was brought home in the sixth as Jock Jones hit a home run off of Mike Mussina. Joe Nathan closed out the first game of the ALTS for the Twins, but unfortunately for them, that would be the last time they would win a postseason game until the present day. Minnesota has punched their ticket to the postseason six times since 2004, but in those appearances since 04, with 15 total games played, the Twins, well, have gone 0-15. The Yankees won three straight games in the ALDS to earn a trip to the ALCS. New York won those aforementioned three tilts by final scores of 7-6 in extras in 12 innings, 8-4, and 6-5 in 11 innings. The Twins started off strong in the first two innings of the first extra inning loss as they jumped out to an early 3-1 advantage. However, the Yankees scored four straight runs to take a 5-3 lead, and in the eighth, Minnesota scored two runs to tie up the contest. Three total runs were scored in the 12th inning, and in the end, New York evened the ALDS at a game apiece, with a walk-off victory courtesy of a Hideki Matsi sacrifice fly, which scored Derek Jeter. On October 9th, the Yankees won Game 4 6-5 in extras, as I already alluded to, to earn an ALCS trip 
after winning game three, eight to four in a normal nine innings. The history of the Red Sox-Yankees rivalry goes back arguably to January 6th of 1920 when it was announced Boston sent the great Bambino, Babe Ruth, to New York for $125,000. The Red Sox won three World Series titles with Ruth in a five-year span, 1915, 1916, and 1918, but after trading Ruth and after they won that last World Series, Boston wouldn't win another title for 86 years. This drought for Boston was dubbed the Curse of the Bambino. The Yankees, meanwhile, took home 26 World Series titles after trading for Ruth. The year 1941, to some people, is considered the birth of the Boston-New York rivalry. Red Sox outfielder Ted Williams earned a .406 average for the third straight season. Williams also earned a .553 on-base percentage and a .735 slugging percentage. For the Yankees, Joe DiMaggio concluded 1941 with a .381 batting average and won the AL MVP award thanks to his record 56-game hitting streak. The years after 1941 have produced big wins, record-breaking moments, and some major brawls. Probably most notably the brawl on July 24, 2004, when Alex Rodriguez was struck by a Bronson Aurora pitch. A-Rod began yelling at Bronson, and Boston catcher Jason Veritek shoved his massive catcher's mitt into Alex Rodriguez's face. After the ALCS began, little did anyone know that October of 2004 would produce the biggest moment in the history of Boston Red Sox versus New York Yankees baseball. The Yankees jumped out to a commanding 3-0 lead in the series thanks to 10-7, 3-1, and 19-8 wins. That last score was in a game that saw New York earn multiple run innings in all six innings they scored. Notably, a five-run fourth inning to take an 11-6 lead after Boston took a 4-3 lead in the second. Game one, the Yankees sent out Mike Mussina to the mound and he earned his first win of the postseason with a shutout in six innings pitched as he opened the door for his squad to take an 8-0 advantage. The Red Sox gave Kurt Schilling the ball as he struggled. Kurt was pulled in the fourth after giving a 6-0 lead to New York. This game one for Kurt Schilling was the shortest outing he had in 2004. Game 2 scoring led off with a Yankees run in the bottom of the first. Gary Sheffield singled to center field on a line drive to score Derek Jeter. New York scored two more runs in the sixth inning with a John Olerud homer off of Pedro Martinez opening up a 3-0 advantage. Boston would cut into the lead by a run in the eighth but it wasn't enough that the second save of the 0-4 postseason by Mariano Rivera closed the door, 
and the Yankees took a 2-0 lead in the ALCS. As mentioned before, Game 3 of the ALCS, eh, it was an absolute drubbing. New York created a 5-run fourth to jump out in front 11-6, and they ended up winning 19-8. The Red Sox had Bronson Aurora start in Game 3, and he gave up 4 runs before he was sent to the dugout in the third inning. The Yankees put Kevin Brown on the mound as their starter, and he also allowed 4 runs before he was taken out in the third. Weird, right? Both starting pitchers allow four runs and get pulled in the third in the same game? So weird. However, this strange occurrence didn't end up being the talk of the game. The 11-run victory by the Yankees was, in such convincing fashion, to take a 3-0 ALCS lead. The Red Sox were finished. No team before Boston was able to crawl back down three games to none and win the series in question. Not one time had a team done that. How would this 3-0 hole be any different? That was the question and the answer was simple. It wouldn't be. Well, as we all know, until the Boston Red Sox made it different. Game 4 was played in Boston and the Red Sox survived with a 12-inning 6-4 triumph. The Yankees struck first with two runs in the third inning, as Alex Rodriguez hit a home run off of Derek Lowe. This home run scored Derek Jeter, and thus, New York started off Game 4 up 2-0. In the bottom of the fifth, Red Sox shortstop slash second baseman Orlando Cabrera set a single to right field, which scored Bill Mueller. Following that, David Ortiz singled on a line drive to left and scored two, which were Johnny Damon and Orlando Cabrera, respectively. The Yankees scored their final two runs of the game in the sixth, and the Red Sox scored their final run of regulation in the inning they had to, the ninth inning. The Red Sox were just able to keep their season alive, and with that in mind, Boston knew that one mistake from here on out would officially end their season. The Sox did not make meaningful mistakes in the first two innings of extras, and Boston was then rewarded with a home run from David Ortiz, scoring Manny Ramirez in the bottom of the 12th to fight another day. That additional fight the Red Sox earned was certainly not easy, as after taking a quick 2-0 lead in the first inning, New York scored one run in the second and three runs in the sixth to take their own two-run advantage at 4-2 during Game 5. Once again, Boston needed a last-minute hurrah, as in the eighth, the Red Sox scored two runs to even up the game at four. The first of the two eighth-inning runs came off of a big poppy leadoff homer against reliever Tom Gordon, who came in for Tannen Sturtz in the seventh. The second run of the two occurred when Jason Veritek hit a sack fly to center field, so pinch runner Dave Roberts, yes, Dodgers manager Dave Roberts, could make his way to the plate. Funnily enough, Roberts started the 2004 season with his future managerial squad in the LA Dodgers. It is so weird how things like that come full circle. 
Anyway, the Boston Red Sox went into extras for the second straight game and ended up again winning. The hero for Boston was, you guessed it, David Ortiz, who sent a line drive single to center to score Johnny Damon. This victorious run didn't come until the 14th inning, which was six innings after the Red Sox tied up Game 5 at four runs apiece. Game 6 wasn't as stressful as Games 4 and 5 for Boston as they jumped out to a 4-0 lead in the 4th after both the Sox and Yanks were held scoreless through the first three innings. New York tried to make a comeback, but they weren't able to. The 7th and 8th innings for the Yankees produced two runs total, with an even 1-1 split between the two frames. The second save by Keith Falk forced a Game 7 for Boston, as Kurt Schilling started for the Red Sox and earned his second postseason win. The pitching loss went to John Lieber, who began the game for New York. The Boston Red Sox were able to force a Game 7 after going down three games to none, with the help of a couple of extra inning heroics in the first two wins of three for Boston in the series. Now, the season where both the Sox and the Yankees came down to this final game. The goals for both Boston and New York were simple. For the Red Sox, win Game 7 and achieve the greatest comeback baseball has ever seen. For the Yankees, win Game 7 and prevent the greatest comeback baseball has ever seen from even happening. Oh, also don't become the team that couldn't close out a series up three games to none. Boston opened up a quick 6-0 lead in two innings on the road as two runs were scored in the first and four runs were scored in the second. David Ortiz got the party started with a two-out, two-run blast off of Kevin Brown to score Manny Ramirez and give the Sox a 2-0 advantage. The second inning for Boston consisted of a grand slam by Johnny Damon to score Kevin Millar, Bill Mueller, and Orlando Cabrera. Pitching for New York and allowing that grand salami was reliever Javier Vasquez, who had just come in for Kevin Brown after he allowed the Sox to fill with one out. The Yankees scored a run in the third inning as Derek Jeter singled to left field and scored Miguel Cairo. That small output by New York would be met in the top of the fourth inning with a second Johnny Damon home run as he sent a baseball into the seats to score Orlando Cabrera. Boston now led 6-0. Damon finished Game 7 with 6 RBIs and the 2 home runs he hit. The next runs in New York would not occur until the 7th inning, when center fielder Bernie Williams doubled to center to score Hideki Matsi, and when Kenny Lofton singled home Bernie Williams. The Red Sox put a pin on their runs with an 8th inning Mark Bellhorn home run and a ninth inning Orlando Cabrera sacrifice fly, which scored Trot Nixon. The last chance for the Yankees to save their season and possibly their whole franchise from laughs around the MLB would be the bottom of the ninth, whilst down 10-3. Hideki Matsi began the last frame of regulation with a single to right field. A Bernie Williams ground out produced the first out, 
as Hideki Matsi was the recipient of a force out at second base. A Jorge Posada pop fly officially gave New York their last and only opportunity to keep their season going. They started to take advantage of it as a defensive indifference moved Bernie Williams to second base and Kenny Lofton drew a walk against Red Sox reliever Mike Timlin. Alan Embry subbed in for Timlin and Ruben Sierra of the Yankees got ready to pinch hit for first baseman John Olerud. On just the second pitch of the at-bat, Sierra bounced a slow roller to Pokey Reese and certainly taking his sweet time with the throw was Reese as he tossed the final baseball and the final out of the series to first baseman Doug Mientkiewicz. The greatest comeback in baseball history had just occurred. No team before the Red Sox was able to come back and win a series down three games to none, but Boston became the first team to do so. This special rally sparked a four-game sweep of the Cardinals in the World Series, and the Red Sox broke the curse of the Bambino, which ended up lasting 86 years. You've been listening to the OT with Owen Podcast <laughs> with your host, Owen Hedzima. We hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to like, rate, and review. And thanks for taking the time to go overtime. Overtime.